0: Hola, hello everybody! Very, very excited. This is the second time I'm actually recording a podcast episode live here on Instagram. And I will be talking to my friend, client, amazing person, um, new podcaster, spiritual mentor, yoga teacher, brand designer. She does it all. Um, Diane Corey, she's going to be talking to us all about her spiritual journey, how she became a yoga teacher, how she's been doing with her podcast. Hi Diane, thanks for joining. I will be letting her in in a second. Before we actually get started with the interview and we introduce Diane, she's already in here in the Instagram live room, I want to talk to you a little bit about my new venture. So as you might have heard on the other episode releasing today, which talks all about why I decided to open up this one-on-one offer, the entire um, theme and everything behind my idea for Ready, Set, Podcast, I wanted to mention it here as well because I am opening the cart to my one-on-one 12-week program for podcast coaching. As you know, last year I used to do branding and then I pivoted into podcast coaching because actually, funnily enough, a lot of you had been messaging me about giving tips and tricks on how to start a podcast, how to do X, Y, or Z situation, and I figured, you know what? What better time than to actually do what I love, make money off of it, and most importantly, help other people, right? Who is this for? So... If you are a millennial entrepreneur who's ready to turn their mess into their message and start impacting people, this is for you. If you've wanted to start a podcast for a while, but don't know how, and there's just something holding you back, this is for you. If you care about content, connection, and authenticity more than any vanity metric out there, this program is for you. Maybe you've tried to start a podcast before, but you kind of just didn't go through with it, or you started it but quit because it wasn't really aligned to you. This is for you. Most importantly, if you have a story to share, no idea how to make an impact with it, and crave feeling confident enough to raise your voice and connect with others, this program, ladies and gentlemen, was meant for you. I will pop the link in the description so you can grab your free call with me. It is a 30-minute podcast strategy call where we will talk about where you're at currently, what your goals are, and figure out if we are a good fit to work together. And if we are, then I will send you the link so that you can book your spot. I have nine spots available for this program for now. So first come first serve basis. If you don't get it, then better luck next time, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. I will definitely find a solution for you, but for now I only have nine spots left. So hurry and get it. You can find the link in the description, book your call and let's get chatting. It's my application only, by the way. Now, without further ado, I give you my friend Diane. If you've ever felt alone, misunderstood, or like your story didn't matter, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Pretty Sure, the podcast where we explore the fun in life's ups and downs. Join me, your host, in a mix of guests from friends to thought leaders, artists, entrepreneurs, and experts for some raw, unfiltered, and frankly, hilarious conversations. We'll chat about our struggles as millennials, the joys and pains of being single or in a relationship, life and biz lessons, and some inspiring takeaways, too, because remember, no topic is ever off the table for us. Hi, I'm Sabrina, your new best friend, and every week you can expect kindness, support, and some tough love, because you'll be damn sure I'm going to be calling you out on your shit when you need it most. Pretty sure we're in for a wild ride, so saddle up and let's go. Hey, how are you doing? I'm super excited about this.
1: Me too. I'm just playing around with filters because I didn't know you could do that during. Oh, I like this one.
0: (laughs) So tell us in a nutshell who A's I am.
1: Oh boy. In a nutshell, um, I'm a gamer. I am a yogi. I teach yoga. I... Love to spend time with family and friends. Uh, I spend most of my time with my boyfriend. Um, So, yeah, we play video games together, which is super fun. And I host a podcast now, which is something I'm not used to (laughs) saying.
0: I love that. First of all, let me just say that in all the times that I've known you, I just found out, I think, when you posted it, that you were doing a Twitch, that you do video games. And I'm like, how did you never tell me about this? Like, I've known you for about a year now. What the hell?
1: Well, I actually stopped for a year. So, like, when COVID started, which was a weird time to stop gaming, I just stopped. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I was I was on this whole, like, this isn't me anymore kind of crap. And <laughs> then... About a month ago, one of my friends who plays, she was like, come back on. Like, we miss you. Um, and I did. And I was like, man, I do miss this. And I've been, like, denying this part of myself. So, uh, yeah, going hardcore now ever since.
0: I love that. Okay, you guys. So, for those of you that are watching live, this is literally the recording of a podcast episode. It will be released on Wednesday on the podcast so you get to see us now, but you get to hear us next week with obviously better audio quality because I'm going to get it edited, <laughs> but you get to see our lovely faces and, you know, I enjoy doing these things and especially because I get to interview you
1: been a long be. time in the
0: making. Yeah. So a little fun fact, you guys, Diane, actually, we met last year when she randomly messaged me and she was like, do you want to tell the story or should I?
1: Oh, go for it. Yeah. we're like a couple it's like
0: right it's it's like who's (laughs) talking for it was kind of like a friendly meet cute turn to be like client friend podcasting community I don't even know what to explain it basically sent me a message and she's like hey I'm working with this coach I've heard your podcast I really love it she's trying to push me to you know get out of my comfort zone and I was wondering if I could be a guest on your show And I was like, "Well, this is perfect because if you're open to it, I am releasing the live season finale one, and I'm going to be a couple of people since you've had these struggles and this thing. if you want to come on?" And she's like, "Oh my God, yeah, let's do it!" So we ended up doing the live, which was really fun, by the way. We should do it again. Yeah, we should. And then come September, I actually launched my beta program for the podcasting. And you were like, oh my God, tell me about it. And I told you, and you were like, I need this in my life. I want to start a podcast. I'm hiring you. And I was like, I'm so honored because we're friends at this point, right? (laughs) And basically, long story short, I launched her podcast, which has been like four months in the making. It has
1: been. Yep. Yeah. Anytime anyone asks me, like, so, you know, because there was that week where I didn't launch, you know, and then every, I'm like, I, I'm so upfront. I'm like, there's absolutely no excuse. I was preparing for this since October or November. Man, I think it might've been October. Yeah, yeah, it was so, October. yeah. So, so yeah, it finally launched and now I have five episodes out and I have four waiting. So yeah, I'm just like booked. I (laughs) am busy.
0: First of all, I have to say how proud I am because at the beginning, you were just like, I don't know where I'm going to find people. I don't know when I'm going to record. I don't even know if I want to keep doing this. This is not going to happen. And I'm like, calm down. You've got this. You can do this. It's okay.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I had so many things like blocking me and I'd love to – we could chat about that too if you want to go there because I don't think people realize how many things are going to come up, how many – thoughts are going to say, you're, you can't do this. This is stupid. No one's going to listen to you. Like, who do you think you are? Um, And you need someone like a coach to be able to say that's not true. And especially someone, not just a podcast coach, but someone who has a podcast and actually likes having a podcast, you know? So that's so important.
0: We're going to dive deep into that. But first I want to talk a little bit about your story because first of all, Knowing you, I know you have a great story, but also, you're super spiritual, and we've, you know, had all these talks about, like, religion, spirituality, being a yoga teacher, and all of those things. So, let's start right back at the beginning. What were you doing before, you know, last year? Like, what was, with your career, what do you do for a living?
1: Whoa, I feel like I just stepped into someone else's body when you asked me that, because I mean, everyone's changed so much over the last year, and I feel like when I think about the girl that I was a year ago, man, she was different. Um, yeah. So, so you're talking like pre COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause but, I know for COVID for you, it changed like a
0: bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah. So pre COVID, um, I was working a nine to five that, you know, I liked it. It just wasn't lighting me up. Um, and I knew that there was something else, like something that I should be doing. I would, I just couldn't really take it anymore. Um, and i did decide to leave my job in july really with no plan i was like i was like i see all these people having their own business and that's cool like maybe i'll try that um not realizing how incredibly hard it is so um yeah and i started doing yoga teacher training and the yoga teacher training really changed me that made me I don't even know how to explain it. Like, you know, I, I changed so many things about myself. I changed the way I eat. I changed the way I spend my time. Um, and then I started teaching yoga, and that changed a lot for me too. Um, and it's I've just met so many cool people over the last year. Even in the last couple of weeks that I've been interviewing people, it's really been challenging my own beliefs, um, my own spirituality. Um, and I, I don't even know if I can define it anymore because I just <laughs> – I I don't even know exactly what I believe, but that's sort of the point of the podcast is like Mm. to challenge your beliefs and see things from another point of view. So in a broad sense that probably didn't make any sense, that's where I'm at now.
0: I love that. And something also that we need to mention is that right when I first met you, you were launching your branding business.
1: Uh, yes. So I'd love
0: to talk a little bit about that because I know we were both struggling at the same time. I think we even connected because I was also doing branding. You were doing branding. And funnily enough, neither of us ended up doing branding, <laughs> but that's like <laughs>
1: that's how our irony works. Like, blocked that out of my mind since I didn't even touch on it. <laughs>
0: Right? It's just like, oh, yeah, I ran a business. Cool. That's true. I had clients. Okay, yes, cool. <laughs> yeah. So tell us how that was for you. Because I know, you know, here's the thing. In the entrepreneurship space, mm. there's a lot of people out there spouting, like, you have to hate your 9-to-5 job, and, like, the only thing that you can do is entrepreneurship. And, like, mm. if you're not fulfilled with your entrepreneur journey, it's because you're doing the wrong thing, and, like, you're not lighting yourself up. And I think we have to normalize a little bit the fact that, Well, yeah, you can be, like, a super happy entrepreneur. You can, you know, get over your shit, improve, make a ton of money. But also there are people that just end up hating it or just after Mm -hmm. a while get tired and go back to the 9 to 5. Because they feel, you know, like it's easier for them in a way or they just weren't aligned. And that's, you know, that's what makes the world move. Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to hear from your perspective since you've been in both.
1: Yes. So, correct. I did launch a business and... You know, I was pretty good at it. Like I had 10 clients, um, just people I met online. It wasn't even like, you know, I really used connections, which is what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a lot of like using business connections and that's how I was going to grow my business. But it was just connecting with people and discovering what they needed for branding and graphic design. So, but that's the interesting part. Like you can be good at it and it still doesn't bring you joy. Um, which is something I think people get confused on. Um, And so I was in like a pretty large depression period of my life um, and spent a month, just didn't do anything. I was like, you know, this isn't it. I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna stop. Um, And then I started looking for jobs again. Um, I started teaching yoga and that started bringing me a lot of joy. Um that's something so that's what's cool about entrepreneurship is you you just have to keep searching for what makes you happy. Um I tried Mm -hmm. so many different things, listened to so many different coaches, and really at the end of the day, I discovered it just wasn't for me. So but now I'm doing podcasting, which I would still say is entrepreneurship, even though I'm not trying to monetize it right now, which is something Mm -hmm. I also think people get confused on. You don't have to make money. Being an entrepreneur um, at, at the beginning, even or ever, um, you can just do what makes you happy. So, um, yeah, now I'm, I found a job. Woohoo. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I'll be doing a full time job and podcasting and teaching yoga. So, um, you know, damn, girl. I know, I'm kind of like, Ugh, I'm going to get overwhelmed fast. But you know what? That's the beauty of the lesson I learned is like, okay. And when that happens, I'll stop, I'll reassess, and I'll figure out what I need to do next. Um, So, yeah.
0: (laughs) I love that. And I love that you mentioned that. I know a specific conversation that we both had at some point, you know, back when I was first doing freelancing and when you were doing the thing, it was like sometimes um, it was hard because sometimes you don't realize how much clients are demanding of you, right? Like you just think, oh yeah, because there's two ways, right? Let me just first stop and define that. So there's the freelancer or the service way, which is like you do branding for someone else, someone hires you and you work for them as a client. And then there's the coaching way, which the coaching way is technically you're kind of like a mentor, right? Like you show someone how to do it. You obviously learn from each other, but there's like the two ways you can go from it. And I think for the both of us, you'll tell me if I'm wrong, we hated having clients. Oh, yeah. We hated it. I had a horrible client. You also had very stressful clients. And I think maybe that's what disenchanted you. And that's what a lot of people don't realize, right? Like you have to have the personality Mm -hmm. to be able to say, these are my boundaries, even though you're paying me, this is what I will do. This is what I will not do. Respect it, right? Yeah. And sometimes people, they just don't respect that. And that drives you nuts, like, I remember you were telling me about it, right? Oh,
1: God, yeah. Like, I even did a volunteer project that I was telling you about. And, okay. And I'm sorry to roll my eyes so much. I feel blessed and grateful that I've gotten to work on so many cool things. But, like, this is just the straight-up truth. So this particular company wanted me to design something for, like, a direct mail envelope or for their website, social media, just a simple well what I thought was a simple graphic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so this is the thing, this is kind of the problem that graphic designers come into is that the client like really knows what they want, but they don't. So you, you share with them what you think they want. And then, and again, it's not their fault. They just, you don't know until you,
0: you Mm -hmm. see the design
1: and you're like, no, but you know, you get feedback. That's it's just, it's demanding. And I don't think people realize how demanding graphic design is they think all right you 're a creative person, you know how to design stuff like a logo should be super easy, should take you an hour no <laughs> so yeah, I just didn 't love that, and i I felt like it 's hard to set boundaries it 's hard for me to set boundaries in general. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people struggle with that, and then it was definitely hard in your business because someone 's paying you. You know, it's hard to set boundaries with people you love and who aren't paying you. But when someone's giving you money, you feel like you have to do what they say. Um, so that yeah. was super draining um, and why I was like, I, I can't, no. <laughs> but again, like, I'm sure you would agree, like, I'm glad I tried it, you know.
0: Yeah, 100%. And that relates back to what you were talking about. You know, some people don't understand. It's not that they don't understand, but it's just that, they're not aware that you can be good at something and not like it, right? Like, we're yeah. we're taught in this society that if you're good at something, that's what you should be doing. But they never, mm-hmm. you know, like, you never, I never remember in school anyone asking me, like, do you even like to do this? Like, is this something that you even enjoy? It was just like, right. oh, you're good at that. And you should study that, right? Like, oh, you're good at, I don't know, memorizing stuff. Go into mm-hmm. math because you're good at it. Well, yeah, you never like- stop
1: you get like five subjects in school and it's like, all right, you're good at biology. You're going to do science. You know, it's like, what? Like I didn't realize communication was a thing until I went to college. I was like, Oh, okay. And then I feel like now we're all under, we're, we're all learning about this coaching world and we're like, Oh wow. Like you can be a coach for really anything. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, I talked to my friend Jenny and she's a productivity coach. And when I interviewed her for the show, I was like, did you even know that was a thing? And she was like, no, I just knew I was good at it and I wanted to help people do it. I was like, that's so cool, you know? I I think coaching is wonderful. Yeah, but they don't teach
0: us that when we're at school, right? Like when I found the coaching world, and this is like very interesting and I've talked about this a lot with other people, like in my mind, entrepreneurs used to be these like old men that started a business when they were young. (laughs) And then, like, they passed it on to their children, right? Like, in my mind, that was an entrepreneur. Of course, you hear here and there of, like, the random story of, like, an app or something. But that's what I had in my mind. And so, by accident, I stumbled upon the coaching world last year. And I was like, people are making money doing this. Like, I can tell people what to do or how to do stuff that I've done before and I can get paid for it. And then I was like, I discovered this tiny peach, right, the tip of the iceberg. And then as I started getting into it, just like you said, you know, there's productivity coaches. There's, like, for women, I have a friend of mine who's a menstruation coach. There's people that are, like, um, detoxing for, like, mold and stuff like that, coaches. And I'm, like, you
1: know, mind blown. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. And, like, your journey is really cool and unique, too, where you – I remember the day when I saw your post. You were, like, yeah – I told my friends once again, I'm changing my business and they're like, okay, but they were, you know, supportive. They're like, that definitely sounds like you, you love your podcast. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, you know, what are you good at? What are you? And, and I'll clarify that because we just talked about how, what you're good at doesn't always bring your happy happiness. So, you know, I, I thought because I'm good at branding, cool. That's great. But I think it's more, what brings you joy, you know? And like, I could be good at teaching yoga, but then if I go do it, I might be like, whoa, 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 whoa. This does not make me happy. So I think it's really what brings you joy, you know, because I know you're great at branding, like uh, amazing at it. Um, But, you know, I wouldn't do it. Doing it for money, maybe not.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And having, okay, you saying that, I think I've come to the theory lately of how do you find something that you like and you're good at? think about things that you would do for free without a problem, right? Mm. You know, think about it. Would you, for, in my case, right, would I do branding for free? No. Like, I wouldn't do anyone's branding just for, like, the kindness of my heart. right? Would I help someone launch a podcast without being paid for? Yeah. Like, I used to do that all the time, right? You I would did. give people tips.
1: Anytime I – I would ask you questions all the time, you know, and then I was like, sweet, now I can pay her you know, which feels good for me, you know, because it's like, you're investing so much energy. Like, I would never want someone to do all that work for me for free. Um, So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm so with you there. I I think we're on to something here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, think about what you could do for free. If you're good at it, then you can turn it into a business and you'll always love it. Because that just means you're super passionate that you know, You can spend X amount of time before you actually make money doing it, right? Or maybe you make money right off the bat. Like, who knows? Everyone's sure he's different, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And that was something I I always get questions from people who, when I first tell them about the podcast, they're like, so how are you making money with it? And I was – I'm just – I'm always like, I'm not. And it feels so good to say that. Oh, my gosh, it feels so good to say that. And the podcast has, like, really been changing me and making me realize – who I really am because, because I don't feel like a slave. I don't feel like, and I am so don't mean to use that word in a bad way, I mean, I'm not tied to doing what the people paying me want me to do, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. again, if you're monetizing your podcast, that's great, but I just don't feel like doing that right now because I just wanna do what I want. And I feel like the moment I'm like, this is my job, I'm not gonna show up as my authentic self anymore.
0: Yeah, I love that you mentioned that, we're definitely going to cover that in a couple of minutes, but now I want to talk about your spiritual journey, because I know your podcast is about that. We'll cover that in a second, but I know you've had quite an interesting journey throughout your life. <laughs> so, how do you define spirituality for you?
1: Okay. For me, spirituality is very personal, and the way I find it is through connecting with myself um and i do that a lot of different ways i I was actually just doing ecstatic dance before i got on here and that's um i dance with like people around the world um through zoom and we just dance with each other um there's a live dj it's super fun um highly recommend but that's a way that i connect with myself i can just close my eyes and move my body and it's like i'm checking in with myself that's really what spirituality is it's like i'm checking in with me how am i doing and then I'm able to connect with the greater majority. So spirituality to me is really feeling connected with everyone else. But you can't do that until you feel connected to yourself. Um, mm. So that's like my short little synopsis. I, I, you know, I think when people think of spirituality, they they think of a god or they think of um, you know sort of a a belief in something. I don't know if that's necessarily what it is for me. I think it's connection with everything um, and everyone around you and just feeling connected. Like I could say Mm -hmm. that word a million more times, but (laughs) that's what it is to me. I mean, I do pray to God. I do believe in God. I believe in angels. I believe in um, Jesus. I believe in so many things. I think that there's a lot of light and love and happiness in the world. um, And that's, what spirituality is to me.
0: I find that interesting because, and here are my thoughts, but kind of going to turn into a question. I promise. Like there's, <laughs> there's something coming.
1: It's <laughs> not just me rambling.
0: So I find it interesting that you mentioned, you know, you believe in God, you believe in Jesus, but you also believe in the universe and like all mm-hmm. yoga and within yourself and mindset and everything. How does that happen? And I'm only asking because it's usually either or. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, like I very rarely meet someone that's like, oh, I believe in the universe, but I also believe in God. It's usually like, no, I'm agnostic. I believe in the universe or like, no, that's crap. And I just believe in God.
1: Yeah. I think I'm just super open. Like I believe that, I believe that there's truth in everything. That's like one of my fundamental values. I think that, and that helps me to be open-minded and, I don't get defensive when other people share their opinion with me because I know that there's truth in everything. Um, and so that allows, I, I, to me, I believe that it's all the same thing like yeah. the universe. But when I think about Jesus, I do feel a connection to something different. Um, I've never really explained this before. So that's why I'm like, not sure what, even what I'm saying. Am I high? I don't know. Um, so it's like, You know, I believe when I talk to Jesus, he helps me with different things. And then I talk to God and God is like the universe to me. Like it's, that's that all powerful, all knowing kind of divine plan. I believe that there is this great being or energy that's looking out for all of us. And that Mm -hmm. all of this, all of these things are happening for our greater good, for our greater evolution. Um, It's hard to explain. And that's kind of why I have the podcast, too, because I think that I'm not the only one who feels this way, and I think other people can explain it better. And also have, like, it's just cool that spirituality is different to everyone. And that's sort of the whole point. And I actually interview Mm -hmm. people who don't believe in God. Like, I just interviewed my friend Chris, and he doesn't. He's an atheist. And that's, that's important to my show, too. I don't want... it's it's about belief. It's about belief systems. Um, So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no point that I'm making, but that's kind of it.
0: (laughs) I love that. Tell us a little bit about your journey to getting to that place. Have you always believed in, you know, tarot and Science and the universe and manifestation or like, how did you get to
1: that point? Yeah. Okay. So when I was a kid, like high school, I was like, Jesus, like Jesus is life. You know, I grew up in a religious household and so maybe that's why I still have that. You know, maybe that's why I, as a Mm -hmm. kid, I felt really connected with Jesus. Um, and it's something that I lost touch with when I went to college and I was like, religion's stupid, there's no plan. You know, there is no God. Like we are here and we die and that's it. And then I went, I went through a terrible breakup. Um, And I had a Reiki session. And I actually think the Reiki session is kind of what catapulted all of this changing in my mind and being more open to things. Um, Because she helped me, like, pretty much instantly, like, disconnect from that terrible relationship. I mean, obviously, there's a ton of work there. And I'm still carrying baggage from that. But then that led me to going to Hawaii for a spiritual conference. And this led me to discovering tarot cards and discovering angel people who can speak to angels. And then I, the more I learned, the more I was, I just craved it, man. I was just like, give it all to me. You know, I wanted to learn all of this spiritual stuff because it, it just opened my worldview. It opened my mind. It opened my heart. That's the most important part. It opened my heart to other people and, other ways of thinking. Um, so I think that, yeah, my my spirituality, just like a lot of people's, is a collection of the experiences we've been through. And, you know, that that's my experience. I was religious and that's why I still have these, you know, connections with Jesus and God. And then I went through this kind of alternative spirituality journey. And I was like, you know what? There's other stuff. So I, right next to me, I have like ten Oracle decks, and they they bring me to tears sometimes. How, how can something that brings me to tears not be real? You know, like I'll be mm-hmm. so upset about something, I really need an answer to a question, and a card will just give it to me, or they'll it'll reassure me, and I'll just start crying, and I feel so good. So, you know, that's sort of my journey. It's really just. I've had a lot of experiences that have opened me up.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that, and I'm going to ask you about it for the podcast in a second. But you mentioned something really interesting, right? It's this fact of, oh, I'm going through something. I'm going to go check a card
1: mm.
0: before getting into manifestation and the mindset and the spiritual work and everything. I was kind of afraid, and there's a question coming. I promise you guys. You're good. <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of afraid because you know a lot of people talk about you become then so dependent on this, Mm -hmm. so that you won't be able to make a decision unless you, like, bring a tarot card or, like, you call on the spirits and they give you an answer. Mm. How do you deal with that type of thing where it's, like, where's the balance?
1: Yeah, and this is uh, my philosophy on the oracle and the tarot cards and something I felt from the beginning and have always told people, don't think that the card you pull is the answer the answer is your reaction to the card you pull so sometimes i pull a card and i'm like absolutely not i don't feel aligned with that no um so that doesn't happen often but when it does i'm like okay what's happening here and then i start asking myself questions you know why don't i want to hear this answer or i i think you can't just read a card and be like that's it you have to read the card Again, I'm saying have to, like there's an instruction manual, but this is just my personal opinion. When I read a card, I, I see how I feel when I read it. So Mm -hmm. I think that it's really important to, yeah, don't, you know, not put the Oracle card as the end all to be all. What's really important is how you feel about the card and how you feel about the way your life is going. So I use the cards as just a way to check in with myself. Um, And I'll give a concrete example. I mean, this isn't something that happened to me necessarily, but um, okay, actually this did happen to me. So I went in for a job interview and, you know, I was feeling confused. I was like, is this the right thing for me? Um, And so I pulled a card and it said, what did it say? Oh, it was like void of course moon, which meant basically like nothing's going to come of the situation. What's funny That's the job I actually ended up getting and accepting. So sometimes I think the cards are there to challenge, like, how do you really feel about this? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, instead of, if I had, like, totally thought that card was God and, like, believed it, I I would have probably said no to the offer, which probably would have been fine also. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I have become super reliant on them. They help me check in with myself, and that's what's most important. Yeah, okay, that's a great example
0: that you mentioned because, you know, a lot of people looking to get into spirituality, I think that's one of their biggest fears, right? It's, well, at what point will I just become so obsessed with it that then, unless I do this X thing or this X ritual or ceremony or whatever, I won't be able to, like, live, right? And I think mm. that stops a lot of people in their tracks. Now, moving on to podcasting, what made you even want to start a podcast? Like what? Ooh. What about it that attracted you, or was it something that happened in your life that you're like, "Ooh, I want to do this"? Like, talk to us a little bit about that decision.
1: Hmm. Okay. I remember it's fuzzy. I remember though a couple things that stuck stuck out to me. Um, when I hired my relationship coach back in May, which she also was a catapult for a lot of the decisions I made over the last year, but, um. I said something to her like, you know, I've I've thought about having a podcast and she, and I, but I was like, no, that's stupid. Like, what have I done? Like, who wants to hear from me? Um, And she was like, you could, I was like, no one's going to listen. She said, I'll listen. There you go. You have one listener, you know? And so like, that made me be like, oh, okay, I could do this. Um, I don't know exactly why I wanted to do it or what, you know, that I don't even, I had no idea what I even wanted to talk about because- we went back and forth on what I was going to actually talk about, but I feel like I knew that I had something to share and that I like talking to people and I like storytelling. Um, So I think that's really the basis of why I I wanted to explore it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a communicator. That's what I am. And a podcast just seemed like a really cool medium. I felt like I know it's a rising and uh, medium and you know if you don't start now like i i that's one of my other life beliefs is like life is short you know and just try it if you don't like it don't do it anymore you know yeah i love that was
0: there any specific thing that happened to you that you were like now i'm ready because i know you know i've seen this a lot i've seen it you know there's a future client of mine we're going to start working i think um we said in may I've been talking to her since like November and she has been like, yes, I want to start a podcast. We've had like multiple calls. We've done all the things. And at some point she's always like, no, I don't want to do it right now. Or like, no, I'm not ready right now. And she'll back out. We still talk. We're still friends. And then randomly just like two weeks ago, she messaged for three weeks and she's like, okay, now I'm ready. And so what's curious, what makes me curious is what actually happened to you or like, how did you get to that decision of now is the time?
1: Well, my first answer is kind of a joke, but kind of real. What happened was you became a podcast coach. And I was like, all right, I have to now. (laughs) That actually was kind of a sign. So I say it as a joke, but it legit was like, okay, my really good friend, someone I trust has become a podcast coach. And I've been wanting to hire someone. Like I do believe that that was sort of a sign and a kick in the butt to go in that direction. But I also think the, sort of depression and disconnect from my business, I was like, I just want to try. I don't want to let go of that entrepreneurial spirit. And I want to learn something Mm -hmm. new. I want to challenge myself. So I think it was just a a transitional period for me where I was like, something new needs to happen. And then you were like, I'm doing coaching now. And I was like, okay, because I know that I'm, I'm coachable and I work well in that environment. So Mm -hmm. I really... 100 percent believe in the power of accountability and i was like all right let's do it i love that
0: oh my god that's so sweet i feel like <laughs> wow i'm a part of your story you
1: are absolutely forever now no turning oh, back
0: <laughs> no turning back you know when we're both famous uh, we'll be able to say well we knew each other back when we are like no one
1: right yeah totally i love it
0: I love that. You mentioned limiting beliefs at the beginning. And you're like, there's so many things that stopped me. Let's talk a little bit about those. Mm, So what used to stop you before starting a podcast? You know, you mentioned a couple that were, no one's going to listen to me. Who am I? So Mm. tell me, you know, a little bit about that.
1: Definitely no one's going to listen. That was a limiting belief. Another one was, I mean, I didn't believe I'd have time to dedicate to it. I didn't believe I would be able to learn the technology or that I'd be good at it. You know, Mm -hmm. you can learn how to edit audio, but like, are you good at it? So, um, another limiting to belief, it was just, it was just so overwhelming. I was letting myself get overwhelmed with like, you know, I don't even know what I want to talk about. I don't know. Even things like no one likes the sound of their own voice getting over that hurdle. Um, am I going to be a good interviewer? Am I going to choke? So I think those, it it goes on and on. Like if you, if you let yourself be overcome by the limiting beliefs, it's never Mm going to stop. And that's why like a coach is a professional stopper of limiting beliefs. So, you know, if, if I didn't have someone saying to me, that's not true, um, I would have believed it and I would have stopped up until the last Mm -hmm. session. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You're like, oh,
0: I don't know. I want to change my whole thing. And I'm like, you're about to launch. Is it really <laughs> that you want to change your whole thing? Or you're just scared? And you're like, mm. could be that I'm scared. I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> yes. That, and that's a powerful that's thing. Like, your brain will do a lot of funny things when you're scared and when you want to talk mm-hmm. yourself out of something. Um and yeah. you'll make a lot of excuses. Um, and that's really what it is. Um, so. Yeah. You need someone to, to tell you, hey, like, and you didn't even tell me anything. You asked me questions. That's what is powerful. Because, because again, you don't know, like maybe that is true. But the more we ask questions, like maybe I did want to change my topic. But the more you ask me, the more we get to the bottom of it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, you'll start discovering what's really true and what's a lie.
0: Yeah. Now, let's talk topics. I know, you know, as your coach, you were like, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about this. I don't know if I want to talk about that. How important do you think it was for you to have known your topic or not going into this, you know? What do you mean? Like
1: like knowing like that before- I to talk about –
0: yeah, like, before you started working with me, or if you would have hired anyone else, like, you went into it with, I have a story to tell, I don't know what that story is just yet, you mm. know? So how did you feel about the fact that, oh, my God, I don't have a topic, and how did I kind of, like, make you feel, okay, let's figure out the topic together, and all of those things? Basically, how did you come up with a topic?
1: Oh, yeah. I think we brainstormed a lot. Um I think... Like with any project, when you first start it, you have like a an outpouring of ideas because you've been like mm-hmm. penting, you have all this pent up creativity and you're like, holy crap, I could do this, I could do that, I could do that. Um, and you go a little nuts. Um, so I think, you know, really pen to paper, hand to the keyboard, get those thoughts out. And whichever ones keep coming up, that's probably mm-hmm. what you really want to talk about. Um, and you know, at the time I was, I was just finishing my teacher training for yoga and like spirituality was at the forefront and it's a big part of my daily life. So I think about it all the time. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's kind of how we came to it, you know, and, and you encouraging me because I think I was also, oh yeah, I also wanted to launch like a spirituality business. And I think that's why at the, at that time yeah. I wanted to go in this direction, but yeah, I know that. Didn't feel right either. I'm glad I didn't really go anywhere with that. It's not for me. It's just not. Um, so <laughs> you're happy as you are. It's fine. I'm so happy as I am. Like so happy with the decisions I've made and, and where I am now.
0: Hmm. I love that. And you know, I've seen so much progress from you. Just like bystander, coach, friend, whatever hat you want to put on me. Like you have really changed a lot since before we started. Like, since I met you, I feel like we're totally different people since we both met each other. But throughout the year, you've kind of just, like, evolved and changed into so many different things. And you feel a little bit calmer. You feel a little bit more like, yeah, this is my life. I'm just trusting the process and I'm having fun. And, like, you're more confident in everything. So definitely, I've seen a big change from you.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, I just shared a a post from my friend that I think kind of encapsulates it pretty well and I'm going to butcher it now, but it's in my story. Uh, Basically, like, the moment – she said something like, the moment I started showing up online, I I felt more like my real self. Something to that effect. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's how I feel with the podcast. And what I I would – if anyone asked me, like, you know, should I start a podcast? Or, like, what's one thing you would say is a benefit of starting a podcast? I would say it's you will – become more of who you really are. Like I I get to say what I want. I get to write what I want, you know, to an extent, (laughs) but I'm not so worried anymore about a formula or like being perfect. Like that's actually the biggest thing I have learned to just not worry so much about being perfect. I love that you're
0: saying that because I cannot get tired enough of telling people that, but you know, I feel they're a bit biased because they're like, well, yeah, you'd say that because you're a coach or like, yeah, you'd say that because you have a podcast. So hearing someone else that that exactly happened mm. to them is just music to my ears. Because if anyone asks me, that's why I started my podcast, right? That's, you know, that's the one benefit that I've had. And that's why, like you, I'm like, I don't want to monetize yet. I am monetizing it. You know, I give tips, tricks, yeah. and get clients off of that. But I'm not in terms of, like, ads and whatnot. Because, like you mentioned, it has just been this tool of helping me find myself kind mm. of in way.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh. There's so many benefits to having a podcast, like and everyone has something to share. I don't care what you're telling yourself. I mean, you might not want to do a podcast. That's fine. It's not for everyone. But like, if you've thought about it, even for a second, you probably have something really important to share. And I actually, mm-hmm. I don't even share that much. I feel like I'm more of like a tool, like a facilitator for other people to share, you know, and that in and of itself is really cool. Like, you get to hear the craziest stories, and it's so inspiring. I just love it.
0: Yeah. So speaking of, what's your favorite part about the whole process?
1: Okay, you mean podcasting or working with you? Because I could answer both.
0: Let's do both.
1: Okay. Um, I'll, I'll do working with you first. Um, favorite part of that was how you create it so it's individual. Like actually Mm -hmm. the first conversation we, or one of the first conversations we had was about what I expect from a coach. And I think that that's really important and not a lot of coaches do that. I've had a lot of coaches and they're like, this is how it is. This is how I work. Suck it essentially. So (laughs) with you, you actually took it like we did like a form, I think. And you were like, how Mm -hmm. often do you like being communicated with, you know, like what are your boundaries as a client? And so I didn't expect to say that as my answer, but that's my answer. I, I think you do a really great job of making sure you respect your client's boundaries and you coach them in a way that will help them and not just the way mm-hmm. you want to coach them. So that's my answer for that. My favorite part about podcasting is the people, man. It's the people. It's yeah. their story and, and he, you see them light up almost when they share what 's going on with them um and how like thirsty they are to share it with people and that's that's my favorite part. You get to that yeah. part in the episode where you 're like oh they're in their, they're in their stuff right now, like they are loving this, and they're, ha- they're so happy and relieved to be sharing their story so that's that's what really lights me up with that
0: yeah, I love that you mentioned that because. I keep telling people, you know, I think that was one of the things that you asked me as well when we're, when I was coaching you. You were like, oh, but what if this person doesn't want to share their story? And I'm like, dude, have you ever met anyone that does not want to tell their story? Like, <laughs> I can guarantee you'll stop someone on the street. And you can ask them and you can be like, hey, what's your story? <laughs> no one's going to be like, no, I don't have time for this piece out. They'll probably be like, Oh my God, really? Okay, here's my story. Like, this is it. And you'll probably learn more about them than you've known about, like, relationships or friends. So
1: yeah. I love that
0: you mentioned that.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, it, it, you learn so much and you get a lot out of it. I, I told the last people I interviewed that um, it's a married couple and they help LGBTQ plus um, individuals or couples um, have greater connections with each other. Um, so it was just so cool hearing their story and it's just amazing that I get to meet people like that and have provided a platform for them to share such an important message.
0: Yeah, I love that. What has been the most surprising part about the whole process for you of launching a podcast?
1: Oh, the fact that I didn't do it when I said I was going to, um, (laughs) that doesn't count. (laughs) The most, surpri- oh, okay. the most surprising actually is how many people have been messaging me like family and friends from the sidelines who I had no idea were even paying attention. And they're like, oh, you know, I caught one of your episodes. Like it's, they'll say, you know, you, you're a great interviewer or I liked the, what this person said or, you know, the way you're putting it on your Instagram is really cool or just whatever. Um, just even if they don't message me, like. I think I had 42 downloads in the first week. That's pretty cool, you know? Um, So just, like, feeling really supported and loved by people that I I wasn't even sure gave a crap. That I was actually really Mm -hmm. nervous for them to hear this stuff because I don't share this opinion with a lot of people. Um, I'm doing it more now. That's something else Mm -hmm. that the podcast helps you do. But, um, yeah, just the support from everyone has been really surprising in a good way.
0: Oh, that's so nice to hear from you. You know, that you, you've enjoyed that part because I think
1: definitely that was one of the
0: things you were more afraid of. You were like, Oh my God, I don't know how people are going to react. Like, should I even talk about this topic? Are people going to think like, I'm crazy because I know spirituality is a sensitive topic mm-hmm. um nowadays it's becoming more mainstream but it is still you know there's the people that don't like talking about that believing in god because it's kind of like Shh, oh yeah
1: and right. there's like these
0: people that do tarot and all of those things and then you still kind of stand in oh, should i tell them that i do this because they might think i'm like a little bit wacko or like they might think lost my marbles or something or they might just not relate So I know that that was an important factor for you, which is just so nice to hear that people are resonating and not to toot my own horn, horn, but I told you so.
1: (laughs) You did. You did. Oh my gosh. I share, you gave me such great advice and I share that with people. I talked to someone yesterday and I messaged you about it and he might reach out to you um, because actually I'm being connected with a lot of people who are new as well um, just because that's the stage that I'm in. Um and they're like, Yeah, you know, I haven't started yet and I will share so many of the things you taught me. And one of them was, um, this guy I talked to, you know, he was like, Yeah, I just don't really love like interviewing people and I really think that I have a lot to share and and I was like, Do that then. You know, I was like, there it's yours. Do mm-hmm. what you want. And that's something that really you kind of drove home. Um, and when I said that, he was like, oh my gosh, you're right. I can just, he was like, maybe I'll just do like 50, 50. I was like, yeah, try it. And if you don't like it, do hundred percent you it's yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah exactly. Cause I was actually going to do more solo episodes. And now that I'm interviewing people, I'm like, I love this so much. I don't want to do solo episodes. I might do one here or there, but I'm loving yeah. the interviewing because I think I got over that belief that no one wants to be on my show. Like no one's going to want to share And now I'm like, oh, that's not true.
0: Yeah, that's such an important thing, you know. And it's like these little shifts.
1: People keep talking
0: about the little shifts. And I know if we're not experiencing it, we're like, oh, that's bullshit. But it truly is a little shift. Like, you had everything done for you. You had, like, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And it was just that, like, permission that you needed to give yourself of, but I can do whatever I want, right? Like, it doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't have to be a certain way. I don't want to do that, who is telling me that that is the only way, right?
1: Oh, my gosh. It's like feeding my inner child, actually. Because, like, as a kid, you can ask my mom. She will agree with this 100%. You could not tell me what to do, and you still can't. Um, it's something I'm working on. But basically, <laughs> you know, this is allowing that part of myself to really unleash. And, you know, yeah. like, even saying weird things in my captions, like, you know, I hope your ear holes are ready, like being weird like that. That's a part of who I am. Like before I would have been like, no, that's weird. I'll never get a client if I say ear holes. But now I'm like, (laughs) and I'm actually finding more people like me because I'm Mm -hmm. showing up in this way and I'm finding guests that are like this. So it's just y'all show up as you because you're beautiful. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Yay! Amazing tips. You've been talking about so many great things. Last two questions that I want to ask you, and one of them is: if you could give anyone a tip, you know, who's maybe starting to wanting to start a podcast, or is maybe looking to, should this be something that I'm doing? What would you tell them? Don't feel, to, oh, <laughs> me, don't feel obliged you know to. Susie, don't feel obliged to.
1: Okay. That. I like, that. I don't want people to think you're
0: biased. No. So like,
1: Oh my God. No. Sabrina, she's never once told me to say any of this stuff. It's legit <laughs> how I feel. You can message me and I will tell that to you anyways. So yeah, that is an advice I would give, but also I would say like, even if you don't hire a coach, have an accountability person, have find someone else who's also launching a podcast and be like, all right, we're going to figure this out together. Like it doesn't have to be a coach. I think that's important, Mm -hmm. but I also think it's important to, like, seriously, like, write down positive affirmations. Like, when you're feeling in a good place and you're feeling positive about it, write down, like, five things on a post-it note. Be like, I can do this. So then when you feel like you can't, be like, oh, wait, but, you know, I can. And it'll come back. You're going to have days where you don't think you can do it, where you think it's stupid, um, but you'll come back, you know, if it's really something you're meant to do and something you're excited about. (laughs)
0: Okay, time to end this interview on a fun note. So, if you could go anywhere in the world right now, where
1: would you go? You know what? Switzerland came to mind. Which is weird because I'm really ready for like warm weather. I mean, I'm sure it's warm there in some places, but it just looks so cute. Oh my gosh, the (laughs) the cottages and the, the huge mountains and I'm sorry if anyone is listening to this and you're from Switzerland, I'm like butchering all of this I'm sure there's so much more but yeah that that's a place I really want to go I love
0: that <laughs> okay um who would you have over for dinner if you could remember this could be a dead person someone that's alive or a character because I've had some people ask me if they can tell a character
1: oh gosh why am I thinking Dr. Seuss uh yeah Dr. Seuss let's just go with that <laughs> <laughs>
0: most random and creative one i've gotten so far so you know title goes to you let's see if uh, anyone else beats you but yeah i used to love you know his books and all of the grinch still christmas and everything so that's a good choice okay if you could pick if if you could be an animal which one would you be a hawk Ooh. okay
1: badass i also would say lynx i'm sorry i know i'm not allowed to give two answers but that's it uh lynx are really awesome uh they're, like, survivors. So, yeah, something that's, like, badass survivor kind of animal.
0: I feel like they both, you know, they both are you. Yeah, I like Thank that. You. Like, Thank, Thank great Thank you. Favorite food.
1: <laughs> you have to
0: sign off by saying that. That's all
1: okay, I'm going You got it. I'm, all, I'm ready. Um, favorite food. Well, you know, I'm vegan as well. Um, before veganism, it was lasagna. Um, now I really like vegan pad thai. So I make that, like, once Mm -hmm. a
0: week. Mm -hmm. I miss vegan pad thai. Oh, my God. (laughs) One word that describes you. Genuine. Mm -hmm. I agree. Thank you. A thousand percent.
1: It's hard to, like, give yourself a compliment. But, yeah, that's that's what I think comes to mind.
0: Yeah. Okay, last one. Who inspires you?
1: A lot of people inspire me. But I think I'm going to say Matt Kahn. I think I've said this before probably a lot. But he... Mm -hmm. He's a spiritual person, but he, he also approaches things from like a really, like he makes fun of it too sometimes. Like, you know, he's fully aware that there's also a spiritual ego and sometimes spiritual people think they're better than everyone else. Um, And he, he's just such a like, like love is the answer. Like always come back to love and loving other people, loving yourself, being accepting of what's happening. So I feel like I like him because he's also very genuine and has a lot of good advice.
0: Yeah. I still have to check him out, but I will I'm a mental note right now to go check him out. Diane, it's been such a pleasure to have you on here and I'm so honored that you got to come on after you've launched your podcast and you can actually talk about your experience. Yeah. That was definitely something that I wanted to do. And it's always a pleasure talking to you. We always have so much fun. By the way, you guys, I was on Diane's podcast, Aligned Action, I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. I talk about a lot of things. So some things that I don't usually share on here, if you're curious about that, go check it out on her profile, on our link in bio. If not, just look for aligned Action Podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever it is. It is a really good one. We laughed a lot. We talk about a lot of things. I go deep into how somebody read my aura and basically changed my life. So if that's something you're interested in you know where to go and you know, you'll find the links on the description on here. And it's really awkward to do this when I'm on Instagram live, because I'm like, I have to remember this is going to be a podcast episode, but at the same time, people that are watching this, they're going to be like, what is she talking about? Yeah, what why do you need is the link? doing all
1: this like housekeeping? No, I'm just <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 so you guys, um, you'll find all of those links on the description. And as usual, if you want to know more about me, more about podcasting, if you need help launching the podcast, you can look me up at that girl Sabrina on Instagram. And remember, I do have my one-on-one spots available. I have nine places. And first come, first served bases. I will open the cart until the 31st of March. So if you don't join now, you're probably going to be screwed. No, I'm just kidding. You're not going to be screwed. <laughs> you can still find tips and tricks on my Instagram page and my Facebook and whatever it is. So... That is it for today. Thank you so much for coming on live and for listening to this when it airs next Wednesday. Diane, thank you so much for coming on here.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye, beautiful people. caw
0: Yes, I love that. Bye, everyone.
1: Bye.